That wasn't supposed to happen. Happy Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Happy Chrysler. She did a Hanukkah version. Do you guys know that? She's like, hey, hon. It was really funny. Hey, what up, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? You doing good? Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How you guys doing? You doing good? Yeah, I already asked that, but you're doing good, right? You're doing good? Doing good? Yeah, doing good? Asia, you doing good? Good? Cool. Hey, guys, my name is Matt Velasco, and I am so happy to be with you guys tonight. This is the highlight of my week. I get to hang out with you guys every single week. Hey, if you are new here, we say something often around here. We say, this is home. We have stickers that say this is home. We have sweatshirts that say this is home. We believe that this is home. But we believe that this is home not because this is where you're going to sleep every night, uh, not, not because this is where, where you come and live, but rather, hey guys, listen up. We say this is home because we want this to be a place that is safe. We want this to be a place that is vulnerable. We want this to be a place where you can come. And when you come back, whether it's been a week or it's been a month or it's been a year, and when you leave, you can say, man, it feels good to be home. This is home. So if you are new, we want to invite you into that. We want to invite you into calling this place home, and we want to invite you into the family that is high school ministry. And tonight, we are celebrating a very HSM Christmas. A very HSM Christmas. That's right. Hey, how many of you wore uh, ugly Christmas sweaters? Raise your hand. Stand up. Let me see them. Let me see. I see a mask. That's phenomenal. Lucy has lights. That's, that is, I can't hear you. Oh, no, 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 there's, there's not. You did great, though. The lights, that's awesome. Dan, that's great. My little sister wore a, wore a Bears jersey. Little does she know we're the, since we just beat the best team in the NFL, I think that might make us the best team in the NFL. That's right. That's right. I, I'm fighting words. I'll say them. Yeah, this is our Christmas celebration here at High School Ministry. And guys, I'm really sad to remind you that for the next three weeks, listen up guys, for the next three weeks, we will not have High School Ministry. We will be back here on January 9th to kick off the new year. So we're going to have an HSM New Year's party. So tonight is our Christmas party, a very HSM Christmas. On January 9th, we are going to kick off the new year and have our HSM New Year party. So invite some friends, be here. You will not want to miss it. Hey, if you guys have your Bibles, open up to Luke chapter 2. Open up to Luke chapter 2. If you don't have your Bibles, I'll have it on the screen for you. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Christmas story. Now we're not going to be talking about the Christmas story in the way that we normally hear it talked about. If you don't know what the Christmas story is, we as Christians, we at Westwood believe that God himself came down to earth in the form of a baby boy named Jesus. And the Christmas story is celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. The Christmas story is us celebrating that God came down to save us. See, he didn't just come down to rule over people. He didn't come down to judge people, to tell people that, that they weren't worthy, but rather he came down in the form of a baby boy in flesh. He farted, he pooped, he threw up, 
He did all the human things, especially as a baby, which is kind of gross when you think about it. Mary changed whatever sort of diapers they had in Israel. You see, he came down as a baby. And he grew up and learned to talk and learned to walk and learned all of those things just like us because he became like us but not having sin. He lived a perfect life. He never once stole. He never once lied. He never once uh, yelled at his mom. He never once sinned. And you see, the Christmas story every single year highlights this fact. It highlights the fact that Jesus came in the form of a baby. But you know what I think is we miss so much of the Christmas story when all we do is focus on the fact that he was born. See, friends, tonight we're going to talk about who are the people that God announced his son to. So in Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8, we read about these shepherds. We read about these shepherds. It says this, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. For all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Verse 13, suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, and I, I, wow, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried, up, so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And on the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. See, we're reading about this guy named Jesus who came in the form of a baby. But friends, what I want to highlight is the significance of the role of the shepherds. See, I think there are shepherds in this room tonight. But, but, but what does that mean? See, friends, the reality is that in this context, shepherds were unloved, considered to be unnecessary, ruled out by society, banished into fields to be alone, judged, hated, ignored, silenced. Shepherds in this context were the lowest of the low. See, think of that one job that no one would ever want to do. That type of job that they only do because they have to, not because they want to. No child growing up says, man, I really want to be whatever it is when I get older. See, that was a shepherd. See, a, a shepherd was despised. A, a, a shepherd was ignored. Not because they deserved it, but because of what they did. 
their job determined their identity. What their job was determined how society viewed them. What they did in their everyday life determined how society viewed them. And it meant that they were unloved. It meant that they were considered unnecessary. It meant that they were pushed off to spend all of their days in a field with animals. And you see, friends, the significance of this portion of the Christmas story is that what God is telling us is that he will reveal himself to those whom society says is unworthy. See, tonight I am no stranger to the fact that there are at least one or two or ten or twenty of you in this room who believe that society has said to you that you do not deserve anything. That society has said to you that you are unloved, that you are unnecessary, that you are to be ignored, that you have been silenced, that you do not deserve to be recognized. See, I I don't know what gives you that thought. I don't know what makes that true for you, but I know that there are people in this room that think that. And high school ministry, the significance of the Christmas story is that God comes to you and he says, I have great news for you. I have sent my son. I have sent my son for you. I have sent myself in flesh, God, the one whom created everything. I have sent him for you. You, the one who society deems to be unnecessary. You, the one whom, because of what you've done, feel like you are unworthy. You, the one whom you think is not deserving of any love, certainly not the love of a perfect God. God comes to you in this Christmas moment and he says, despite what people say, my son has come for you. And that's why Christmas is so important. And that's why Christmas is something to be celebrated. See, yes, the most important part of the Christmas story is that Jesus came and was born. But it doesn't just stop at the birth of Jesus. See, it continues with those whom Jesus touched, those whom God called. And what I love about this moment for the shepherds is that they didn't just hear this and think, oh, I must be hallucinating. Or, oh, that was weird, but I'm not going to do anything with that information. See, instead, what we see in this story is that an angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherds. And, and, And in a different translation, the ESV translation, it says that when they went to find Jesus, they left with haste. They left with haste. And Hebrews, Hebrews 12, verse 1 says that we will run with perseverance a race that has been marked out for us. You see, friends, what Christmas means for you is that when you hear the good news of Jesus Christ, when you hear that Jesus has come for you, when you hear that Jesus didn't just come for you, but he also died for you, and he didn't also just die for you, he also rose from the grave for you. And he also didn't just rise from the grave for you. He also left a helper for you in the form of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus came in the form of a baby. He lived a perfect life. He died a horrible death. He was brought back to life by an amazing God. And then when he left to ascend into heaven, 
He actually said to us, to the church, that he will be with us in the form of the Holy Spirit. You see, friends, the Christmas story is that when we hear that, we do not simply sit and ponder and think, that's really cool. I'm going to keep living my same old life. But, but rather, the Christmas story demands us to run. See, the Christmas story is not just something that, well, we celebrate once a year, and you know what, I'll talk to my friends about it as long as they're Christians. No, the Christmas story is us going into the world and proclaiming that this Jesus came not just for us, but for them. Not just for us, but for the people whom society deems unworthy. The person that everyone in your school ignores. The person that sits alone at the lunch table. The person that is never talked to. The person that people have assumptions about because of what they look like or because of where they come from. That person is equally as worthy of the birth, of the death, and of the resurrection of Jesus Christ as you. And you see, friends, what we do with this is we do not stand still, but rather we leave with haste. We run with perseverance the race that has been marked out for us. What is that race? The race that's been marked out for you is to believe that you can actually change the world. And when I say you can change the world, and you've heard me say this a million, billion times, but I do not mean that you are going to go out into the world and you're going to bring about world peace, solve world hunger, cure the AIDS epidemic, and who knows what else. That's not what I mean, although I believe you're capable because you're amazing, and whoever says otherwise, I will fight them with my words. I'll yell kick and punch and all those things, and they'll actually kick and punch me, and it will be weird, but I'll do it for you because I believe you're awesome. But when I say you can change the world, I believe that the person that everyone ignores, that you can go up to them and you can tell them about Jesus. That you can say, hey, let me tell you about this love that I understand. Because when we tell people about the love of Jesus, what are we doing? We are sharing in the love that we've received. We actually begin to love people with the love that we've been given. And that's what the Christmas story is all about. It's not about Christmas presents. It's not about Christmas trees. It's not about lights. It's not about ugly sweaters. It's not about watching football, especially the Bears and how amazing they are, although it's a sign of God's existence. See, see friends, the Christmas story is all about what do you do with that story? What do you do? Are you going to hear this and are you going to do nothing about it? Or are you going to hear this and are you going to like the shepherds, like the ones in this story whom all of society says was unloved? Will you be like them and despite their titles, despite people's judgments about them, run and discover who this Jesus is? See, guys, the, the, the awesome part about this story is that they actually ended up going into the very, very town that hated them. And they told people about Jesus, and people were amazed. They didn't tell people about Jesus, and they were like, Psh, you're shepherds, what are, you, what are you talking about? They were amazed. And then those people told people. And then those people told people. 
And then those people told people. And so many people found out that the actual ruler of the village, the ruler of the country, found out about it because of how many people were talking about the birth of Jesus. And it started with shepherds. And tonight it starts with you. And so if you got one of these sweatshirts, we don't just wear them because they look cool. We wear them because of what it says on the back. We wear them because it says to people that we will love you no matter what. That this is home, and this is home because it is a place where you can be honest, where you can be vulnerable, where you can be transparent, where we will not run away from the hard stuff. We will not sweep darkness under the rug, but we will run into the darkness of this world and bring the light of Jesus Christ. So as we celebrate Christmas, as we go to small groups, we do it knowing that it is not something that we simply celebrate once a year, but it's something that actually impacts the way that we live. Friends, every day is Christmas. I don't know if you know this, but Jesus wasn't actually born in December. He was actually probably most likely born in June or July. I feel like I've been scammed. But, but friends, what that means is that we don't stop celebrating after December 25th. No, December 26th should be another Christmas for us. And December 27th and December 28th and June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, and April. They should all be Christmas days. Because every day, the truth that Jesus Christ came for us is true. So Jesus, we love you so much, and we are thankful that we get to be with you. Lord, we're thankful that we get to understand the significance of you coming as a baby. Lord, we're thankful that we do not simply hear that and do nothing with it, but rather it causes us to run with haste. It causes us to, in action, love people. To go into our schools and love who most people think is unlovable to bring the light of your love. Lord, and that as we worship, we worship both through our singing, through our actions, through our words, through the way we treat our mother, our father, our best friend, our girlfriend, our boyfriend, our teacher, our coach, whoever it is, Lord, we shed and share your love. So Jesus, be with us. Lord, we grow closer to you over these three weeks, even though we won't have high school ministry. But Lord, would we come back on the 9th of January with excitement, with energy, and with passion. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey guys, pay attention to our social media. We will hopefully be restocking these. So if you didn't get one, pay attention to our social media. I will see you, I'll actually see you in four weeks. Because I won't be here in three weeks. I'll be somewhere else. So I'll see you guys in four weeks. I love you all so much. You're all so beautiful. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs>